What is going on? It's Kabir Kabizi Singh, and welcome to another episode of the No Judgment Zone, son. Uh, we're over here. I just finished a uh, private gig over at uh, for Oracle at the Hayes Mansion. I nailed that. Hayes Mansion in San Jose, and it's 9-11, and I'm here with my beautiful girlfriend, Kimberly. How's it going, Kimberly? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, look at you. So uh, we checked into the hotel about 3 o'clock and we've been watching nothing but the History Channel. And obviously 9-11 was a horrendous day for the history of basically America and the world. Um, but we've been watching these crazy documentaries. <laughs> They've been crazy. And, uh, you know, it just got me thinking about, like, when I, you know, where was I when I saw, when, when, when I was told about this garbage um, I was on the way to high school. I was uh, a junior or something like that. It was my dad. We would watch Howard Stern or listen to Howard Stern every morning on Live 105. And Howard Stern was, literally was like doing serious commentary on this. He would be like, you know, both the towers are gone, blah, blah, blah. And my dad was hilarious. He just looks at me and he's like, you know, this isn't funny. You know, where did they go? Why is he telling these jokes? We had no idea this shit really happened until I got to school and the first thing that I got to Mission Channel was high school, my first grade, uh, my first class. I walked in there and all they had was a TV over there showing a live footage of the shit. It was the most devastating uh, stuff ever. I mean, everybody was just in silence. I mean, these are like 14-year-old kids. You know, we could have just been like dicks and just rowdy and shit. But we were literally watching this like, this is, this is insane. And we've been watching some of the saddest, like, shit that we could possibly see on the, the History Channel responders. right now. Exactly. And it, actually, one of the first things that came to my head was like, all these episodes are about first responders. Could you imagine being a first responder? Just like, you show up to work, and all of a sudden they're telling you to go on like, what, level 56 to grab people because people are jumping out the building and there's smoke in the hallways? I mean, just think about the, you know, people During make fun of- During a terrorist attack? Yeah, they probably didn't even know what was going on right now at that point. Well, they, at no, that after point- No, the second they, one, yeah, because that's when they, I think that- I mean, they probably did, right, at that point. I mean, that must have been, like, frightening. Like, for yourself, you were, where were you? I was, I was, um, actually doing math homework at my kitchen table at home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then, uh, Which you oh, probably college, weren't very good in at. In college. You settled down. Yeah, if you did your math good, you wouldn't be with me right now, Kimberly. I know. <laughs> Lucky me. Yeah. Um, so right when you heard it, like you, like you went to like that must oh, have been no. insane. Right. Actually, right when I heard it, my mom called me and asked me uh, if I was okay. Despite you're not even in New York at this I point, was right? In Florida. <laughs> yeah. Your mom's like, that's great. Did the debris hit you in Florida? Is everything okay? She's like, what the fuck? Which is, I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not funny. But poor thing, she was scared. So I'm but sure anyways, she was. Uh, Jeez. And then at that time, I actually worked for um, a school. A school. I did the after school program, mm -hmm. and uh, I worked for fourth and fifth graders. And I had to go to work. I think it was probably about three o'clock that day. And when I got there, like all the kids, they kept coming up to me like, "Oh, what, what's going on? What's going on?" But we were specifically told not to tell the kids like what happened. That's crazy, though. Like, why would I would think that you would probably be able to tell? I'm like, you know, like somebody told you not to just say anything to them yeah the directors they literally said like don't tell the kids but why like, would you think they would do that that doesn't make any sense to me because they want to hear from their well, parents or like what no yeah absolutely yeah 
Absolutely, that's exactly. Why. Yeah, but they're asking now. Like, like, what okay, do you? Okay, but all did you day, say anything? You didn't say shit. No, absolutely not. I said when your parents get here, they'll tell you. Well, what was your after uh, after class school? What were you doing? Teaching huh? them how to jump rope. No. What were you doing? We would just play with them. I know it was a math because. Well, <laughs> don't say play with them. <laughs> We'd we blow would, them. I was like, could you get no. your dick out real quick? Because I mean, like, uh, this plane's have, in the fucking building. Color with them, like we play different games with them. It's after school program. Yeah. Like, I never but, went to um, that. Well. My mom and dad like me at home. After school <laughs> program has got to be. Some oh, could you, could you, I had some of the best kids though, man. Oh, Those yeah. Poor kids. And I had to tell them, like, <laughs> I can't tell you because, I mean. Keep them for another two hours. <laughs> Let her explain what 9 11 was. I love those kids. Were they nice though? They were awesome. I can imagine. Were they devastated when they found out actually what 9 11 was? Um, actually, no. They never came back and talk, talked about it. They never did, huh? No. They're too young. How old were they? Fourth and fifth graders. How old is that? What is that? I said how old. I'm not good at math. Why are you what? asking me? That was a long time ago. I don't Four remember. and fifth? What is that? Like nine and ten? Maybe. They're probably like nine and eleven year olds, right? Sure. Nine eleven. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. <laughs> oh my god, could be Kim, why would it take you thirteen seconds to understand that one? You know? You you make me self cautious about my jokes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> She's like, yeah, about nine and eleven years old. Low. But I'll tell you, it's man, not funny. it's not funny. We just watched a special about how George Bush was stuck on the uh, Air Force One while um, while apparently this attacking was happening and they had to fly over where? Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> he had to fly over Florida for about 45 minutes before these, I guess, I mean, it was before these firefighters could even get an opportunity to get up there. I mean, they had to load these guys, get the planes ready. They were unarmed. For 42 minutes, and then they get word at the White House that Angel it was next. Which is the code word for the Air, Air Force, Force One. One. And I thought to myself, that is crazy that whoever, like, either that's a morbid joke for somebody that works in the Pentagon, but like... No, but maybe they got you know, word, and they said Air Force One, and the person in there knew... The code word and they relayed the message 100 percent agreeing with that because people are making this out like a conspiracy series like how do they know no, but even the guy that was flying the plane said like nobody should have known that like so i don't but know but the person that the, the guy that told you that happened probably yeah. knew that right yeah. because i'm just talking about all the 9-11 conspiracies i've seen all the documentaries it's garbage we knew what happened this is what happened there's no lying or anything like that and that angel thing came up many times in the documentary. Like, how do they know that angels don't? This is the code word they tell these motherfuckers, so they know what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy so, to mean, think anything else. Uh, honestly, like maybe the person that relayed the message heard Air Force One and chose to pass it on as angel. But who knows? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't like to get into conspiracy thing with this whole situation because it's a very sad thing. But have you seen this Air Force One? Oh my god. Dude, we're watching, so what happened was we're watching this documentary on history. Like I said, it's been a marathon. It's like a hotel, like hotel suite. It is the nicest thing I've ever seen. It's like a home. It's beautiful. And those guys were suspended in air for 
hours yeah. thinking people were, were after them, which and is I insane. I still haven't got to the part where they started getting followed up in the air, which almost obviously I, I end up being yeah. probably their... Spoiler alert. <laughs> George Bush is still alive. I mean, they didn't kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Ever, but I still wanted to watch it. it you, know, you know the answer to this. It's going to be back on in 45 minutes. They're playing the shit on a loop. Okay. No, but it is it is completely crazy. Like, I thought it was insane. Like I talked about earlier, my sister was actually an ER doctor over at Jacoby during that. And, I mean, it, it had been a complete... Just think about that. And you know what scared me the most is watching this other documentary where they actually showed people... Like throwing themselves off the building. That was the saddest thing I've ever watched. Could you I, imagine? I couldn't. I had to close my eyes. Just imagine that you're you're in an office. A plane hits your shit, and you have that's your last resort is getting jumping off the fifty fourth floor. You know, I mean, they, and the other hard part was listening to the calls where the the nine one one operators. Mm-hmm. They had nothing else to give but to say, you have to sit there. We're on our way. And people were like, but we're stuck. And they're like, because how many, there's only so much people like they can do. You know what well, I mean? What could they possibly do? And they're they're in a goddamn like, I understand, sir, but you got to, and, and that was hard to hear because like this person is sitting there like at that point fighting for their life. They have nobody else. I mean, when you call 911, when there's a fire for feet away from us, I mean, what's the answer? But at you the know? same time, they're doing their best. They have nothing to say. Could so, you imagine? Jeez, I would hate to be on both ends of that. I'd probably rather be on the phone. Yeah, but like nine one one offered her joke. You know how easy that job. Yeah, is. yeah fuck. No, sir. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I can't believe it. Like I couldn't imagine sitting there in an office just doing your job, and a fucking plane hits the window. You know, and you're, you, you, the second tower that I got hit, which is, this is a crazy statistic. The second ha- tower that I got hit. Almost had the same amount of casualties as the first. It wasn't as many because a lot of people evacuated all the... Yeah. These things hitting like... They got all up to like what? 23rd, 24th floor Yeah. Yes, exactly. My whole theory was like how did everybody not... Like that building should have been evacuated but, in four seconds. But it hit so quick. But do you know how many first responders got hurt just from like going back in to help those people? So... Because on the second one, the first tower collapsed, and they still went back up into that second tower. You know, that's why I have a, a, a hard spot for, like, you know, there's a lot of police officers that make mistakes and shit like that, but my God, dude. Every single, I mean, the fact that no, they could just go in there, I mean, do. these cops. They do. they do, absolutely. And people but want to talk about. But you can't put. You can't every, just categorize every cop no, and everything. You can't. You can't. So, because there's a bad person in every industry. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and these guys went up there with, jeez. I mean, I couldn't even imagine having to do that. Be like, all right, you got to go 56th floor and get these people out. I'm like, all right, just plane hit that building. Like, I'm not going up there. What the fuck? I'm going to throw, <laughs> throw my girlfriend up there. She'll yeah. save them. <laughs> Kim, get up there. Like, wh- where's, like, throw an airplane and throw a bunch of sand at that shit. I'm not going to be able to save anybody. But these guys went up there on staircases, 54 levels to grab people out. Breathing in dust and everything, knowing that there's a chance that that second building's going to collapse. They had to know that some bullshit was going to happen at some point. What a scary, scary thing. And the feedback from that, you know, you know, it's crazy that after 9-11, there was three reports the next day about 
some people getting violent with with brown people. Like there was like three three or four brown people that that made a report being like, oh, these guys thought we you know we were involved with it and they you know whooped our ass and shit like that. Any other country? Could you imagine a white person going to like Japan and then you know and then there was a terrorist attack from white people in Japan? Actually, that's a really bad example because we did bomb that fucking place. We'll say <laughs> right. Wasn't that the nuclear bomb? Sorry, wrong city. Sri Lanka. <laughs> I mean, they would have, they would have literally been the most upset people. They would have quarantined like every white person in there. Um, but like, it was just, it was crazy to listen to. Like, I don't know. I think America recovered pretty good, though. Dude, absolutely. I mean, we love each other, and we've come together very, very strong from that. I feel like that. That's true. Um, but that was a rough day. And today is 9-11, which is crazy. God, you know what? Like, I heard several people say that their children don't know what 9-11 is. Right now? In today's you age? That? You don't remember that today? Oh, shit. I've heard three people say today that their kids don't know what 9-11 is. And they're like... That's how well we recovered for it. Well, yeah. That's pretty... But, that's a, that's that's, a notch on our belt, the fact but, that... Long ago, like, and and I feel like for me, I feel like it wasn't that long ago. Felt like it was like last year, dude. I mean, uh, their kids don't know what it is now, and it's like now it's in our history books. Damn, is it really in the history books now? It has to be. Has to be. That was huge, dude. That was the biggest thing ever. Jeez, I'd probably ace history right now because I've been through twenty years of it. But that was amazing. But I actually give a lot of props to Americans that actually, you know, they they took that they took that shit in the jaw and they weren't actually total dicks about it. No matter how much people want to complain about how people, I mean, there's a obviously a small majority of people that just still is racist about it and being bitches about it, but there is a far larger community of people that just kind of took that in the jaw and then you know how many people signed up? I had four friends from high school that were Totally cool guys, just drinking, hooking up, having a great time. They all joined the fucking oh, yeah. military Did you, after high school. Just well, imagine well, that well, shit. We were watching the documentary. Remember the camera guy went up in that one guy's face? Mm-hmm. And he was like, um, he said to him, so the towers just got hit. Like, how does that make you feel? And he goes, how does it make me feel? He got pissed. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. and he goes, it makes me feel great. Yeah. They just attacked our... Uh, towers, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the guy will, like, try to go again. He goes, man, get your camera out of my fucking yeah. face. That was, that was a hundred... It was literally as it was happening. It was all... And you got cameras in your face. Hey, you know, everybody else was cool about it, but you, those, those are the guys that fucking signed up for no, the military. Yeah, that absolutely. Was, it's a documentary called 124 Minutes That Changed America. And this white... This, this dude was just, like, fucking, like... You know what's so weird? Like, he was ready to, like... Did, did anybody even... This is what I was impressed with. There was people that knew exactly... Do you remember any terrorist attack before 2001 or whatever it was? Like, I don't remember that being a prominent thing. Or whatever it was. Was it 2001? Or whatever it was. I didn't say whatever. It was like whatever date that was. The year. Was it 2001? Yeah. How prominent was terrorist attacks before these guys knew immediately? Like, that shit hit the building and then they had live people on the streets eight minutes later but like is this like a terrorist attack like they fucking knew like my dumb ass would have been on like that fucking building they i probably did a set at that building because this shit's no, on no, fire no, that's because, what i thought no, no no they didn't know until it was the second tower was it the second one they hit before everybody just yeah at, at, at first everyone was like what the fuck is going on the building's on fire 
And then after the second one got hit, that's very apparent. When two, really? When both. I must have been the eight. I had no idea what was going on. Kabir, you probably wouldn't if it happened today. I mean, come on. There's spit all over your fucking camera right <laughs> yeah, now. It's not a camera. It's an iPad. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but they knew. There was one that plane guy, that, that went in. They didn't know. They they. It, did, you, did you not watch the documentary? I saw the documentary. I'm just saying at that they time, eight said, minutes no, 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 after no. the attack, how do you immediately think about that? It I don't even know what a terrorist attack minutes. was before that. There was two planes back to back that came into our towers. Yeah. And then the Pentagon. And then people were getting phone calls that another one was hired. Like, are you kidding me? How do you not... I mean, I didn't. I mean, did you think so? Well, you were, did you yes. know immediately it was a terrorist attack the minute yes. the, first, the second plane hit? Yes. Shit. I thought my friends were just. You just thought there was a bunch of drunk plane drivers up there? I mean. Like, uh, a couple of my friends got a, got a hold of some pilot license. <laughs> Let's evacuate everybody. No, it's not funny. It's, it's not, not funny. funny. You're laughing. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just telling you that I did not think a terrorist attack immediately. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah, these guys are the worst. But, like, um,. No, I really didn't. But, you know, the people that were on the ground, man, it was crazy. Like, again, we're, we're specifically talking about these documentaries that I've been playing on the H, uh, History Channel all day. Yeah. You know, the apartment where those two girls, the, the first footage that they showed on this, where there was two girls. Um, when they showed the second plane. The second plane, they saw yeah. the first one on the second plane, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they all, like, just flipped out and said, we got to get the fuck out and of here. And they just ran out. And the girl grabbed a brawl or something. I yeah, she, I love how she opened the drawer, grabbed her panties. She's like, I'm going to need this. God knows who I'm fucking on the way. And then they Come fucking here. leave. It's That's not funny. Who grabs panties, dude? You're on the fucking... I, how do you know there are panties? I saw them. It's it all on television. It could have been both. They were pink. How do you know there were bras? It could have been. Exactly, right? It's 50-50. So stop assuming. <laughs> You're assuming it's a bra. Why can't I assume it's panties? I'm trying to jack off over here. But like, yeah. so these guys... Stop here. Stop. It's these, not funny. Okay, not funny. <laughs> But these these guys left. Everybody. So what happened was, according to this documentary, right when the second plane hits, they evacuated everybody, every building in a, I guess, a four mile radius that had anything more than a 10, 10 story floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, oh yeah, what do you remember that that yeah. family, that poor woman, where the guy's like, "You're not going anywhere," and the woman was like, um, she called the landlord and she's like, "Are we eva- evacuating?" Evacuating, yeah. And he was like, yeah, they're about, uh, our building's too tall. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, what would you do? You're on the 22nd floor and you saw two planes yeah. run into. And then you remember you're in a shitty apartment complex and nobody's really trying to hit that shit. That's the World Trade Center, all right? They're not matter. aiming for blockade. You're probably safe at that home. point. They, you don't know how many planes are up there. They could just be hitting any fucking tall building. I know, but you're you're number forty eight. <laughs> like, Settle down. You're staying at an they apartment. Were a block co- away. There were. were I don't care if they're a block away. You don't need to evacuate. They're not hitting that shit. Uh, <laughs> no, but it is. It was interesting to watch this documentary. N- number one for the first responders, the fact that they just kind of like ran and they're like gangsters. I mean, jeez, I couldn't even think about. I couldn't even think about what these people are going through to begin with um but i do understand the evacuation of the of the buildings uh around them i thought actually they handled it i guess as well as they could i just really hope that that how do you know that any better i wouldn't only know by these documentaries 
no, no, there's no way to handle that anymore. No, there's no other way to bow. Oh my god, like that came out of nowhere. That's crazy. People also under and and then everyone on a bystand, and they have to. They couldn't believe it. I mean, we saw that. I mean, on okay. Let me ask you a question. If you were in that area, not and not being whatever, but if you were in the area on ground floor where all those I would have socked out playing in the face. Oh please! (laughs) Just kidding. You would have thrown me. But would you have wanted to watch what was going on or would you have just run and like not wanting to see anything? Because I know me, I probably would have like tried to like run as far as I could, but still see because human nature don't, don't we always want to just, we always want to view it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I would have watched that shit. But would you have tried to But get where were we? Are we like down, like right next to, like, explain No, this. not right next to How about to this? How about this? I, I wanted got, to be I got a good question. Like, You're three blocks away. You see that plane hit. What do you do? Oh, probably, I don't know. Probably run like to the most like undercover place I could and watch it. Because I mean, like I said, human nature, you... You want to see what's going on just because, I mean, it's huge. But at the same time, you want to keep yourself from, like, any type of danger. But at the same time, like, here's my thing. It's like, I also, like, was watching these people. They were, like, standing there and all the cops kept telling them, go, go, go. you got to get out. And then they were all getting mad, like, give me your badge, give me your badge. Like, did you see that one? I did. I saw that, yeah. But then when the towers finally fell, they all start fucking taking off. Like, so it's like the cops try to tell you, but at the same time, human nature, you don't know they were going to fall. How the fuck would you know they're going to fall? How could you possibly sit there and think, like, we got to get out of here before these towers fall? Like, you're just sitting there and it's like, shit, dude, there's two planes in there and... It was weird watching so many people be calm with those cameras. I mean, the footage we saw, again, we're just strictly like talking said, about these I documentaries. Would have, I would have went probably as far as I could. You know, we wouldn't have. We would have. Come on. I would have swam to Hoboken. Like, if, if it fell. Like, what, are you talking about before it fell? We would have watched the whole thing until. I would have swam to Hoboken and recorded from there. <laughs> you know, you know damn. No, I have no clue. New Jersey. It's New Jersey. So it's right over the water and you can see it. I don't even know if I said that right. Sorry, everybody, if I didn't. Heineken? Heineken, New Jersey? No, it's. Hoboken. Hoboken? Or Hoboken? I think it's Hoboken. I think it is. But listen, man, if we're like four blocks away, I would be shocked if. I guarantee you, you and I would have been standing there before the first one fell. Because we wouldn't have left. We'd be sitting there like, what the... Kabir, you would have left me there and you would have ran. Yeah, after it fell. No. Before? Yeah. One of us got to make it to tell the other person's story. <laughs> Kim was very brave. <laughs> she uh, she protected me on my way home. God bless yeah, her. Pretty much. That's how <laughs> that would have went down. No, I can't imagine when when those towers fell. It, just, it was a smoke-filled... God, that whole city was just totally decimated with smoke and carnage, man. You know, that's one of those things where it's just like, I can't think about how I could put myself in kind of any kind of situation with that. Refill. Like, we would not have been able to... 
I mean, my worst fear is like, could you imagine being in that building? Like, I just, Ugh. I mean, you're just sitting there, no, and you're watching like, a plane come through the fucking window. I think about that shit. I, th- you know, there what must happened? have been at least oh, like twelve people that oh, saw that. There. Come on, it's a fucking office. Four stories of offices just standing there looking at the like Not one person be like, that fucking plane is totally missing its mark. You know, it, it's crazy. Right. And what a bunch of assholes that did that too. But at the end of the day, you know, survived it. You know, still a great country. What? America, still a great country. Oh, yeah. It's the best country in the world. And they handled it as well as they possibly could have. Yeah, Donald Trump. I wonder if that would be really crazy if Donald Trump was the president in that one. I'm not. I'm not nope. I wonder what let's, we would let's have not done. do that. Let's not do that. Because I'm gonna say some shit I shouldn't shouldn't say. You know, Donald Trump. Though for the real, as much as we want to hate Donald Trump, settle down. I, I just want to say something positive about him real quick. Why? Because he was the face of New York at that time. He he's. People were so wrong in New York. He donated a lot of uh, money and effort to after 9-11 to, you know, he did. I don't remember how much he donated, but he, he donated a lot of things to get things going again. And the one thing that opened uh, the next day, 8 o'clock, comedy clubs. Because laughter is the best medicine. It is the best medicine. Or so they say. They do. No, they do. it is. And it was, it was pretty cool. Anymore. It was pretty cool knowing that our stand-up community was able to do comedy shows eight hours after that, knowing that people had to, uh, you know, come on and laugh, man. But <coughs> it was one of the most devastating events in American history. And, uh, you know, we just want to give you our take on it. It was pretty amazing. Terrible. Um, it was terrible. Amazingly terrible. Sorry. Is that wrong? <laughs> Did you remember the guy in the camera that was doing the live feed? He's like, this is like a dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, like you were like, a nightmare. I, he was like, oh, wait, a nightmare. Yeah, he's like, this is like a dream. I, I mean, a nightmare. I'm like, yeah, you got the second one right. But uh, anyway, everybody that's listening to this, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Of, Sorry, um, it was so touchy. I know it was a little touchy. Wanted to throw this out there because, again, we've been watching eight hours of 9-11 footage. At our hotel, so, um, but anyway, I do want to give mad love to, uh, everybody out here listening to it. This has been another episode of the No Judgment Zone with Kabir Singh, and, uh, say bye, Kimmy. Bye, Kimmy. Bye, Kimmy. That's my girlfriend, Kim. We'll be having plenty more episodes. I hope you enjoyed this. Please share the podcast. Bye, guys. Subscribe, and we will talk to you guys soon. Next time we'll check in is Pearl Harbor. When is Pearl Harbor? We're only doing disaster podcasts. You That's a good niche. No. no. I'll see you guys on my birthday. That was a disaster. There love you guys. Go. I'll that talk to you soon. That is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take care.